Kyrenen hoch. Hello. Do you know what I, do you know what I realised? Can you hear me clearly? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at a rat trap. I've got the same top on again. <laughs> this is my go-to in the house for, for the record. <laughs> I got it for Christmas. It never made it upstairs. And whenever I'm a little bit cold in the house, I chuck this on. So I'm not a tramp. Yeah, they'll, they'll get used to it anyway. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, really well, mate. It's good, good day. I had... Uh... Did you watch the video I sent? Yes, yes, most of it, not all of it, because I was getting interrupted by the kids, which I'll tell you about. But my, I just think, genuinely, mate, that was really brave, because it's one of them things we've... Are we comfortable talking about it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, with mum and dad, to, to, to take mum and dad through that, they're going to battle the whole time their egos as mum and dad and this is my little Harry and what's he doing with his woo-woo stuff. <laughs> Mate, I think it was what I saw was just how serious they took it. And, uh, mate, I just think it's really brave because it is, because you would have had issues. Oh, who's that? Oh, we've been interrupted by the kids. Hold on. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, it was really, I I'm looking forward to putting these two to bed afterwards and uh, enjoying the whole, whole bit, mate. But tell me about it. I, um, I, I, the relationship, like, I, I always tell them things that... Sorry, Hazard, sorry. I'm going to get bullied out of... This is terrible. I got bullied out of the room by the kids. <laughs> right. If there's a couple of moves, I'm really sorry. But anyway, come and tell me because I'm interested. Yeah, so... Because I, I, I'm always doing stuff and I always tell them I do a bit of this, I do a bit of that. And... Uh, there's always worry like with what's going on at the moment and I just said look let me take you through this experience let me just see if we can get you in a better space because I know it can yeah. uh, I say it as well mate I did the whole intro as I normally do and I literally said to um, just start, uh, I just want you to go into this just listen to the words and just pretend that you don't know who's speaking them. It's just your <laughs> listening. But I, I try to disconnect straight away because I sent my dad's stubborn anyway. <laughs> and uh, I didn't know how my mum would take it. But that that feeling after was one of the most powerful feelings I had. I, I, again, I held the space. But my mum kind of come out and she smiled. After a while, it's like you could see all this thing was going, this shift. It was like... It was like something moved in her. It was a, a awakening in that sense. So it was really, yeah, really powerful. And ever since then, I'm just taking this energy into all my sessions. And it, yeah, I think there's a big change about to happen if uh, we get more people doing it. Mate, to share that experience with your parents, honestly, mate, that is fantastic. What a thing to do with your mum and dad. <laughs> What a thing to do, and for them to be receptive to it and respond. Like I said, I can't wait to, to watch it through properly and I stop getting bullied by, by the two little monsters. But um, yeah, that no, was brilliant, mate. Let me just loosen this a little bit. And it's funny, obviously, with the subject of, of listening, you said about holding the space. Just, yeah, just how important it is. But 
even well, do you know what's quite funny is the other day obviously you took me through again um the concept and I uh, didn't even get a chance to give any feedback because uh, you remember you had an insight at the same time. Oh yeah, but, um, done. that is that. Honestly, that you've. It's funny because obviously I've seen you from. Well, I've seen seen you for years developing, but to uh, to see the, the the change in direction where you've gone with it, it's it's amazing. Now, just like anything else, it just shows you that on a spiritual level, if you the more you do something, the better you get at it. <laughs> Which again sort of quantifies this reality because the you know, with the greatest respect you mate, you come on the, the meditations from from where you started, uh, to now. They were still good, don't get me wrong. And that was my introduction to this world, which blew me away, as you know. Um but yeah, it's what you're doing now. And uh, what's interesting as well, and I think it's good to be completely transparent with these conversations, is you remember I said to you, I, had, I, I, with my ego, had issues with your change in the middle. Do you remember you went through that shift of where I was thinking, oh, and I was under, I'm under, and then this new Harry came through and I sort of knocked me out of my, <laughs> of my focus. But it just shows you even that in such a, a, um, a peaceful, mindful scenario, you can still build a pattern that you're comfortable with and it because you know human beings are sort of routine patterns that's all we know really isn't it and, until we start expanding um but yeah it's, it may honestly the other night was was nice because where it ended for me as creative as it got with all the stuff we've got going on it ended with a family and it was it was it was amazing it was amazing mate really well, good i think that is well and i haven't seen a concept like that if you just watched it as a concept we we went through an experience, we both meditated together and then we most had the, the craziest insights <laughs> and you couldn't get yours out because I was talking. Yeah, I thought, hold on, this, this is my time. <laughs> uh, but no, it was cool because obviously what, where you took it as well, it, it then when we went off on, on that tangent, but it was, yeah, it, mate, it's coming together and with everything else you've got going on at the minute as well, uh, it's, yeah, mate, Keep keep cracking on. You just gotta keep going, and uh, make sure. I've got a new, every time I hear a song now that resonates with me, I'm like, I've got a new concept already. Like I'm gonna do in the ocean, like there's sharks around you. I'm gonna let all your fears come and hit you, and you just know one thing: everything's gonna be okay. And when you know that everything's gonna be okay, you literally just stand there and just take every fucking horrible fear that's thrown at you. And you're just watching it and I'm telling you, notice what comes up. What is that? Notice it. And now bring in love and all of a sudden it just disappears again. And you see these people mm. come into this like, yeah, it's really powerful now. So I get a buzz every time I'm doing it with people. Mate, and it's, yeah, it's, it's good because I can only imagine what other people are experiencing, especially if, if uh, if 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 they're getting this Harry for the first time, because obviously I I started off with that, that, that is, um, it, it, do you know what I mean, don't you? So to, get, to if I've got the the introduction to this Harry now, I'll be like, I'm going, what's going on then? What's going on there then? <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's been it's been good to watch. It's been good to sit back and watch. Um, You've still got yeah. to take on yours as well. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I've. Um, yeah, I'm getting some good concepts. The one I did with the young lady for manifesting the pregnancy was brilliant. And uh, she wants me to, um, it needs to be recorded with better quality. 
So, and I, I mean, I listened to it back and I, I've, I listened to my voice and I thought, how can anyone meditate to that? <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's funny how you judge, well, for me, I'm still getting over the way I sound when I listen to it back. Because I, I, I know she had an amazing experience because, I mean, I switched, I switched the camera off, as I told you, to just let her have her, you know, her experience because it was amazing. But, um, yeah, it's funny, isn't it, how you, you, you tend to always be so self-critical when I should have just looked at it back and thought, wow, what an amazing thing I was part of and blah, blah, blah. All I could hear was car salesmen, <laughs> fitness first, selling memberships. <laughs> So, uh, but it was, yeah, we, we have to do one soon. Definitely, mate. Definitely. But let's talk health. This is, this is number two. So we had an introduction and then I suppose this is the first. Yeah, this first. is a, a one I think that both resonates with us as well. So the, the theme today is listening. And for me, and I think you may agree, listening is mostly your biggest power, your biggest skill set if you use it properly. Because when you do listen, like, the, the things that we hear and understand a lot more that wasn't there before. Mm. Definitely, and it's funny because obviously that whole the space thing thing that you said earlier to life coaches and maybe other people don't know what that was. But I mean, I I had never heard of that concept until you'd introduced it to me when you started the coaching with myself, and. To do that now, like, I know I better run about this all the time, but to do it with your kids and then just all of a sudden learn so much more instantly by just listening to your kids, um, yeah, that, that was a game changer, mate. So, and it's interesting because then, it, like I said to you before, being completely honest, I'm definitely listening to my wife a lot more uh, than I was as well. And lo and behold, things run along a lot smoother. <laughs> So it, there is a sense to it, and I know it's very basic and obvious, but it made me realise outside of the home now as well, when you're talking to, even outside of your immediate family, but still family, how little the amount is of meaningful conversations you have with people where you know they're actually listening to you. Whereas most of the time, you know, he switched off. I could be calling anything under the sun now. And because yeah, 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 yeah. they're on the phone, do you know what I mean? And that's that's, and I'm guilty. I'm guilty still. I'm getting much better, but I'm aware of that now. And yeah, and I mean, it's it is so so important to just give someone a chance to speak and uh, give them that space to to really finish what they're saying because often, you know, especially if you are being present, I realise. It's, it's the ego that does that because it's all the bollocks a lot of the time but when you do sit down to have a proper conversation it's normally at a slower pace yeah it's normally at a more it's just it's it, you know you just sink into it and you are oh, this this person's really switched on to me at the moment that's brilliant it feels good and you know and, and they're feeling the same like our combos and then you just bounce back and you walk away you think that was actually you know highlighting my day and I'm, something comes up in that, now I'm implementing that into my day. Well, with us, especially with everything that's going on at the minute, mate, do you know what I mean? Sorry, go on. You'll see. No, 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 go on. I was going to say, we, all, we, we, we always listen to each other as well. And the conversations, if you pay attention now when you're speaking to people, 
most people don't listen. They're, they're literally like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they try to cut in and, and, and add words in. As, that's not even what I tried saying. <laughs> but the, when, when you just, so on the course, we, me and James are both life coaches. And on the course, we both got taught to listen like a stone. So when you're having a conversation, you just imagine you're a stone with ears. So there's no face expression. There's no nodding. You're literally just being present. And there was a really powerful exercise that we did. And every time there's a course on, everyone highlights that day where you coach someone else and your job is literally just sit there for 10 minutes and you're not allowed to say a thing. And this person's talking to you. And what I love about it, every time I get to mentor it now, so I'm watching people and as a mentor, there's three people on the screen. There's the coach, the coachee, and then the observer. And they all take it in turn. So each person gets to see it from a different way. I get to see all of it. And so I, I would now introduce it like Ali would introduce to us and say, look, listen like a stone. When they stop talking, just, just hold. Don't say anything. Literally just stay there. And if it feels uncomfortable, stay there just a little bit longer and watch the magic happen. And every time, there was, I give example, there was one guy who, who started, and there was first silence, and he went, what else do you want to talk about? And you could see, it's like, just wait, just wait. Second time, he held, he held a bit longer, but still coming with that question. And then the third time, he just held it. And it was almost like it was just about to say something and she'd come out with like another answer to a question. She answered it herself. And the whole group was just like, oh my God, it worked, it worked. And I go into conversations now and I'm, I'm listening like a song when it's silence and I know they're gonna speak. And I just hold for ages. And when they do, it's, it's in your head, you're like, yep, that worked again. It's a confirmation. <laughs> Is, the thing is, initially, because obviously you're a lot longer into the journey than I am, and initially it does feel awkward, because especially if you're someone, for me, well, I'll make it, again, I can't speak for everyone, but for myself, I find it awkward because you realise how much shit you talk to fill the space as well. And not just that, it's, you want to you wanna tell them what you think is the best thing they need to do, and then if you actually start noticing that and listening to your own food, actually, mm, I think that might be a bit self-indulgent in itself. And it's interesting if you just hold the space, what happens is naturally is you hold the space for yourself. So because you're not, you're obviously still thinking, but you're having, it's a different, it's a battle of thoughts because you're telling, you're noticing your thoughts because you're saying, I'm going to jump in and say something, but no, I'm going to hold the space. And yeah, and it's interesting what, well, for me, what I realised about myself, because it's not just adults. Um, that works with two-year-old little girls, as you see. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that story, because I got to witness that, and that was uh, so powerful. So I was around James's house, and um, his little girl, I think it was like a phone call or something, but playing up a tiny bit, and uh, James's wife wasn't in the house, so she wanted to obviously speak to her daughter, and the little girl, I think Amelia was playing up a bit. And... Mm. James also had his mum there, like obviously as a role of being a nan. And uh, when I was watching, I, I, it was obvious you said something like, this is my house, let me be the parent. Because it, it, what I was watching there is that your Amelia would, had done something and you just held the space. You just, you literally just stayed there. 
and didn't move, but your your mum found it uncomfortable. It was like she wanted to say something, but she knew not to. And I saw her just pacing, didn't know where to look, because that is the uncomfortable bit, the silence. And uh, <laughs> your little girl was underneath. She was by a plate. By the Barbie house. Oh, by the way, quick observation. You get Aaliyah. Stop Aaliyah. calling her a different name. How <laughs> mate you are. <laughs> When I said it, I realised. <laughs> go on, yes, go on. So, Amelia, Elia, go on. <laughs> and uh, there was a Barbie, and J James literally wasn't saying anything, just just watching her and staring, and there was an eye contact the whole time. And started off in the top window, <laughs> then she creeped down to the, the middle window, and then she went right down to the bottom one, was almost looking up, and it was almost like the ego was just <laughs> getting crushed. And then she went and dragged herself slowly towards you. You didn't say a thing. And then when she come to you, uh, he was like, um, she went, she went, she looked up, she got all the way to me. She got up and she looked to me. She went, sorry, daddy, <laughs> the cutest like, voice possibly imaginable. And I just said, thank you. And that was it. And that was it. And it's funny because that obviously that's been that's been a little while now since that happened, hasn't it? So it's but that stayed with Aaliyah because now don't get me wrong, I mean she's my wife as you know is Iranian and she's got that Middle Eastern fire. So my little girl's got that half Middle Eastern fire already at three. And she's now three, um, but she remembers it so much so that now if she she'll sometimes test me to just look at me literally just to look at me and, and as if to say, remember that time, <laughs> remember that time, because that is, and I swear she does, it's not, and, and at times there has been similar situations since, but that is, again, that is, shows you the importance of even listening to the silence, because so much happens when nothing is being said, especially with kids, because bearing in mind with children, and this is something, again, I, I credit you for so much so, even though you ain't got kids, you made me a better dad because of this one thing, mate, is holding a space with my son, you know, uh, you know, mate, how amazingly he's developed and my relationship with him has developed as well. Um, uh, but with Aaliyah, obviously when she's younger, she's less, um, she hasn't got as much vocabulary as, as Leo. So a lot of her communication is through silence, it's through energy, it's through spirit, it's through, you know, it's a little kid, that's how they, it's looks, it's expression, sometimes it's grunts, it's noises, it's, do you know what I mean? And it, yeah, it, it's, it's amazing what, even with a little kid, kid, just by, even in a negative situation, but it's been in nice situations as well, um, where I've now explained, she's getting a bit older, and I've, ex I've explained to her about sometimes being quiet, being peaceful, uh, and she does the mindful stuff with me. We all we all do it now. We had a lovely thing as a family this evening where we all laid down together. And because uh, unfortunately the missus obviously with the disc, the collapsed distal, she's in bits still. So she won't have a good day. So we just all laid down together and I put on a um, just a guided um, mindfulness um, being present meditation. And we just laid there as a family. And again, it was funny because Aaliyah initially, no, I'm not coming, not coming, I'm not coming. And none of us, even after after that, we just laid there, and again it was exactly the same. She worked her way along the couch, around the couch, 
and ended up on top of all of us. And then just, yeah, just we all sat there. But yeah, it, it, it's things like that that, uh, yeah, they, they, they mean a lot. And that happens when nothing's being said. So I think it's something to be said for that. Yeah, definitely. And, and within your coaching sessions now as well, you've given that space that people just come out mm. with problems, but then they, they come out with their own solutions and then they come out with a strategy how to do it. You don't say a thing. It's, I think I showed you the voice note of the... So I'm mentoring someone who's on their co his coaching course at the moment. And he was, when they first start, they don't get taught this. And I was like, look, let me tell you a little secret. I said, uh, <laughs> next time you're doing your, your trial coaching session, don't say anything. When you ask questions, don't say, what? I was like, don't say anything. Literally just stay there. And I received this voice note and it was the most excited, like happiest <laughs> kid. <laughs> and he's and he, and in a Scottish accent as well. And he was like, mate, you know, when you told me that, he's like, I did it. And fucking hell, I did it! <laughs> he got he got so happy about having a conversation and listening. That's how happy he got because it all worked. And he was like, he asked a question, and I held the space, held the space, and then she answered the question out loud, and then she asked another question, and she kept doing it. And <laughs> he said there was one point where he held the space, and he he said that he was about to. In the question, he had the question in his head, and then she mm. asked that question to herself. <laughs> no way. See, this is what I mean. Yeah. And that's, I genuinely think, which is related to holding the space, is it creates... Uh, uh, right, I'll tell you how I can prove this as well. No one can say I'm being woo-woo. Everyone knows you have an awkward moment sometimes in a room. You walk into a place or you're having an awkward conversation, it goes quiet. Because all of a sudden, both of you sort of want to stop what you want to say, but then you get that awkward atmosphere. It's, it's real. You feel it. It's, you know, it's tangible. And that's exactly the same in that situation with coaching is by holding that space with that person. And listen, I, I'm still getting, you know, you're still my coach. I got coached by peers uh, on the most recent, <coughs> uh, on my, on my, in my group and on the most recent call I had, um, Bless her. I stuck a real problem on this this young girl on the course, um, but because you know I wanted. To, that's the thing when you get into this life coaching stuff and listening, you realise everyone's equal and it's worth if someone's on the same page of you and and just willing to listen, it's probably willing to. It's probably makes sense to wanting to share something with them if you are two in front of someone because I did it, and the whole call was supposed to be about. <laughs> Uh, and nothing to do with that. It's meant to be related to the course. And I just went, right. And I told I prepped her from the off because I knew whoever I was going to get that evening was going to get that scenario because I needed a like-minded person who I knew was going to really listen to my scenario because it was, it was that, it was it genuinely was. I'm not playing it up. I'll tell you what it is at some point uh, not on, on the call. But um, it was something I had to really make a decision on. And yeah, this girl, well, she listened. And I could see she thought, oh, my God, what's, what's going on here? But she just listened. She processed it. And what she came back with was a, played a massive part in my decision. So shout out to that lady. Uh, she knows who she is because that was, was impressive. And it just shows you, doesn't it, that someone that never really connected with that person. In fact, I don't think I'd, I'd ever connected with that person. So for a first-time interaction, someone who just was of a light mind of listening to the way I listen to things and would expect someone else to listen to things, 
was able to, who I've never met or had a proper interaction with, was able to clear up a massive thing that I wouldn't have gone, in honesty, to family uh, about to an extent. Do you know what I mean? It was just, you know, you're going to get what you need. They're not going to play the role other than the role as the listener, which is what we all need to play sometimes. It's the, the, when we're listening as well, we always refer to your inner body. And I remember uh, when we both do it, we always try to feel our pulse. So this is something, when you're listening to someone next, if you really want to be present, try to feel your pulse whilst, <laughs> or whilst they're talking. Because all of a sudden, you become the observer of you. You're not getting caught into this conversation. So imagine you're a life coach and the client comes to you with the worst problems ever. And it's really bad and I've got so much drama and I'm feeling shit. And as a coach, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need that at all. They need someone to be present. And the only way you start crying and, and get into this drama and that fear is if you're unconscious because you snap into their drama. So by keeping yourself, like paying attention to here, you're now listening, but you're now thinking, cool, oh, I'm feeling something coming up there. I don't know what that is. Well, cool, that's quite, like you're kind of analyzing yourself whilst you're listening to them. And because you're like this as well, and you're not getting caught into the drama, and you're not, okay, it's not getting caught into the drama. You're not agreeing with their drama. So we all know that every negative, we can turn into a positive. There's, there's a positive from there somewhere. So if I've got someone who's down here and I'm like, oh my God, I feel so sorry for you. It's really bad. We have to start down there together. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I don't need to go down there. I'm like, okay, great. That's your pass. What do we do now? <laughs> and I'm dragging them up here. But that's, that's listening as well. And mate, you, that was lovely where you wrapped that up with, you know, that's your pass. Cause that, that's the thing. And that's something, as you know, for me, was such a big game changer. As soon as you realize everything becomes your past instantly. So, because you only can control what you're doing now. And then that, once that resonates, sometimes I know I've had this conversation with people recently and the concept you can clearly see, it just, nah, 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 mate. Especially some of my mates as well. Nah, nah we talk about talk shit. That, that they just don't realize 90% of the time, if not more, everything you're thinking about on a daily basis is something that's already happened. <laughs> Which you can't do about it anymore. Like, yeah. Which is a good thing about it. And it's it's when you switch into that, like you said, with a, especially with relevance to life coaching and listening. <clears throat> if you're living in your now with that coachee, which is exactly what we need to be doing, um, to be able to to be able to mirror back to them what they've already got inside of them. Um, we, if we're not in that now, if we, as soon as you, like you said, we slip into that past, we've got nothing to basis our questions on <laughs> other than keeping them in that past. And that, that's the difference that, I know I've said this to you loads of times, um, and it came up on the course about the difference between this and other forms of therapy, is everything else I'm aware of, and I've looked into this now extensively, and with you, uh, we've both done that. And it's amazing the fact that pretty much all help other than this approach, other than this life coach environment is is based on you starting from a broken place because of all the little things that have happened to you in the past. And it is, don't get me wrong, shit things happen. We've all had shit things happen to us. But 
you're starting off. Someone's come to see you to make them feel better, and straight away you sit down and you take them into that that dark place, which is where they're trying to get away from. Whereas if you turn up and I've never met you, I'm just going to assume you are perfectly, normally fine and amazing. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Because that's what you are currently when you when we're speaking. We've just sat down together and brush straight away, as far as I'm concerned, hello, nice to meet you. You're an amazing creation with a billion things going on inside your body every second to keep you going. As about that, let's have a chat. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It really is. Listening, simple as that. <laughs> I, I, I always, uh, that, when you were saying that then, I, I always try to turn things into analogies. And now when someone tells me a story, just imagine they're a book and they're telling you just their story of the book at the moment. You're like, oh, that's a fucking good story. Oh, fucking hell, you got up and down. That's great. Right, we're here. What's going to happen the rest of the story? That's what I really want to know. Where are we going next? Let's, let's turn the pages. We got a lot of pages to turn still. So tell me what's next. And literally, that, that book's just your story. That's all it is. Mm. Fucking good story because <laughs> if you didn't have all this drama, that'd be a really boring book. Yeah, life's great. It's brilliant. <laughs> but because you got that, within that, then I, I, I would then encourage people to look at it as your teachings. So when you've had your past, what can you learn from it? If you've got kids, what can you teach your kids about it? I, I had this conversation with a client the other day. He, um, he was stressing about all these different things. And he said, yeah, and, uh, I realise I'm doing it. My kid's trying to talk to me and I'm on the phone. And it uh, just pisses me off. I was like, cool. I said, what can you do right now in teaching? I said, imagine saying this. Look, son, I said, the other day you were talking to me and I was on my phone. I wasn't paying attention at all. I just want to show you that this 